There we All go. All right. Now looks better. All right. So this is our 11th or 12th episode of our podcast, wherever you guys may be listening. We are just about everywhere now. And I think we have, this may be the biggest talking points for this episode I think we've ever had. Because we've messed up a good bit of time. So we let's start, yeah, because we'll start in the order for when sports come back. So we'll start the NBA first. So you're a Lakers fan, obviously. And what do you think about the Lakers not having Rajon Ronda? Um, so at first it sounded really bad. Correct, he'll miss everybody. 68 weeks, so he'll probably miss all of the – he'll miss the remainder of the regular season. And then uh, I believe he'll be back for playoffs. Yeah. It but will really he be bad. the same – he was more of a passing guy. Will he be that well, – because he was, like, I think second in assists besides LeBron. Well, he can't shoot the ball. That's Rajon Rondo. What's he going to do, well, shoot Yeah, him? but he's a, he's a very good passer, one of the best in the league still. And, you know, he will miss the regular season, be back for playoffs. I don't know if he'll be the same player. I don't have Lakers winning it. I either have Clippers in Milwaukee, I think, are going to meet in the finals. And then that's my prediction. And I don't know about that one. I think Milwaukee – I mean, Toronto lost Kawhi. They, they, they're uh, three – they're 0-3 against them in the regular season. They're not going to beat them. We could beat them, but I I don't trust our defensive play. I, our, offense, our offense, I think, is fine with Tatum, Kemba, Jalen Brown, Hayward, everybody else. I, I feel, like, feel like we have a strong point there. Defensive side of the ball? For me, that's a little bit of a red flag, and I don't know if that's something that can be fixed by the time uh, the playoffs come. You guys have time. You guys have time. We. This is the thing with us. We're better than than we were last year. We were, were more talented, and we're better situationally, and like, and such like end game situations, like last two minutes of the game, end of the half. You know, like we're better in that in those situations than we were last year. Because last year, that really, like, that ripped us apart. Kyrie missing, like, a three at the end of the half and we're down by, like, 25. And we get smoked by Milwaukee in the playoffs in the second round last year. So it, that wasn't fun either because Kyrie couldn't hit a jump shot for his life. At the end we didn't of, make at the, the playoffs. The year. Yeah, you, well, that was because you guys didn't have that much talent around you. LeBron can't carry you guys that far with that roster. Cleveland, okay, I can see that. You got Kevin Love and Kyrie, but that that Lakers squad last year, no, that was just not getting it done at all. Too I many highly doubt. Lonzo is, I think, honestly, I think was doing fine. He was really improving. I don't think he should have been traded, but that's just the way I feel about it. Yeah, he's actually doing well. Wasn't putting up as many. Game. He wasn't putting up as many uh, points, but he was doing very well defensively and playmaking wise. He was doing phenomenal in those two areas. I think 
they missed that a little bit, and they're going – well, they had that replacement with Rondo. They no longer have that for at least six to eight weeks. So we'll see where that takes us. But, yeah, so who's – we'll do uh, final predictions for this because the NBA is next weekend or the weekend after, I believe. Uh, it will be two weeks. Two weeks from tomorrow. Yes, sir. It'll start. So we're, so we're getting close. Getting very close to that. Uh, MLB starts next weekend, I believe. They start a week early. So I believe either next Thursday or next Friday, they start 23rd or 24th of July. Baseball will start again. I'm excited for that. I like baseball. I don't know if my team's going to be good because we traded our best player and our best batter and our best pitcher for some bags of Doritos, and that just didn't end well for us at all. You guys, you guys are coming back with a vengeance after being cheated out by the Astros. Yes, sir. I'm, I, I don't care if it's a 60-game schedule. Yeah, there's going to be pitchers that throw intentionally at the Astro players. For like I'm going to love that. I'm going to love that. I'm going to watch it every happened. Astro game, bro. In March, it happened already. Like, like, for teams that didn't even get cheated, they just don't like cheating. And then they just start throwing, like, baseballs at them unintentionally. But we all knew it was, it was on purpose. It was like, just, you know they're going to get that. Teams were even considering, like, before the whole corona thing shut down, they weren't thinking of not even shaking their hand at all, not even talking to any of them. Just distancing themselves from them. Like, th- what they did, you, that that uh, Grand Slam, the Cinema to World Series, to get rid of you guys, like, that was going to happen all along. That's the thing that I hate. Like, when, when I saw that play, it was such a cool play. Jose Altuve hitting a grand slam in, like, the 10th inning to send him to the World Series. That was going to happen anyway. He knew the pitch that was coming. He knew, obviously, if you're a batter, you know how to handle different pitches. If you don't, then why are you playing baseball? If you don't know how to handle those type of pitches, like, you're not fit for baseball. So he knew what was coming. He knew how to attack the baseball once it came to him. And he bas- they basically just cheated their way through. I don't know if it'll probably it's gonna they're still good. They're gonna be back in the postseason. Hopefully they don't cheat. They they have the best pitching core in the whole MLB. They've the they've won in top ten. If you rank the best pitchers top ten, they have three of them in their top ten for their starting rotation. It it's unreal. They. Jose Altuve is still very good. He's not going to be missing much time. There's there's not much you can say negative about him besides the fact that they cheated. They still have a very good core. They're still going to be good. I don't know how good they'll be. There's going to be teams that are gunning for them now, not because they won the World Series, but because they cheated to get there, and they cheated to win. Many people be- believe that they should have gotten their World Series strict. I don't think so. I think... I think you earn it, you earn it. You have to earn it in the regular season, too, which they did. Postseason, not so much. But in regular season, did kind of earn it. 
But they had the best record. Be good. Yeah. I would have given it to them. I mean, it's when when you cheat in baseball, especially when something like that is so serious when you were doing it for two and a half years straight without anybody knowing, and then somebody gets fired and gets angry and rats your whole operation out to the U.S. Supreme Court, that's when it all goes away, all that respect. Like, you, you paid your employees to not say anything to me about this, not, like, not talk about this at all. It, it's unreal how deep it got at one point. Like, the U.S. Supreme Court had to step in and say, like, is this true or is this not true? What happened? What didn't happen? It's very interesting. Very stupid. Now that we've taken – I'm not going to do too much on hockey, mostly because I know you don't like hockey, Dante. Or I don't, don't I, like it too much. Don't I, want you. I don't see, don't see a point of it. <laughs> still, don't, still don't see a point. They're doing – they're using Toronto as a hub city. What? Because Toronto <laughs> – uh, a lot of NHL teams have shared arenas with the NBA, and the and I believe every NBA arena, most of them have ice under under the floorboards for yeah. hockey because those teams playing the hockey teams playing those arenas as well. Most of those arenas are owned by the NBA owners. So you can't really play there without permission, and then you have to go through now with Corona safety protocols, traveling procedures. That's why they have everybody in a bubble in Orlando. NFL, I don't know how that's going to work. MLB, don't know how it's going to work. NHL and NBA are doing the right thing. NFL, it's going to be very hard to do that. So it, you're in a full con, a full context where people are getting tossed around for sixty. 60 minutes game time, three and a half hours real time. You, you're not, you can't social distance football. It's just not going to happen. You can't do it. You yeah, might as well just cancel the whole season if you're going to try to social. You can't social distance tackle. That's not a thing. Face mask, <laughs> gloves. Dude, you, you can't. Well, like, it's so dumb that people don't realize that football is an all-contact sport. You either throw your whole body at them to tackle them, or you don't at all. And you probably lose a game because of it, and, and you get dropped by your team for it. Now, now that I'm done ranting about that, we're going to talk about the NFL, like we just were. But on other news, uh, it was two weeks ago. I was sitting on my desk, playing some Warzone, I get an ESPN notification as Adam Schefter uh, breaking the news that Cam Newton has signed with the New England Patriots for a one-year deal, uh, uh, $1.6 million, uh, $577,000 guaranteed minimum base salary for an NFL player. It's really surprising that he took that much pace, though, to me, honestly. Could have gone... He could have easily gotten $20, 30000000 million to be a backup for two years. $15 million a year. Yeah, he takes 577 k huh. I think, again, I've told you this many times, I think if he's healthy, it's going to be deadly. I don't what know he... if they'll still be championship worthy, though. The defense is still good. They, The defense, I think, is going to be good for a little while. 
just because you have the best secondary, I believe. You have the best secondary in the league, I believe, in Gilmore. Uh, both McCourty brothers, J.C. Jackson. Like, the secondary that they built is going to last for a couple more years, I think. Linebacker group is going to be good. Pass rush is a little bit questionable. We'll see what happens. If they make any trades, sign anybody, whatever. Offensively, that's a whole nother story. Receiving core is still heavily Julian Edelman dependent. Now, Muhammad Samu, uh, Marquise Lee, Nikhil Harry. They're trying, trying their best. So much you can do. Muhammad, I'm going to give Muhammad Sanu another chance before I think he's a bust with us. I think if he comes out this year and does what he originally was the reason why he got – he was he was going to be Antonio Brown's replacement, basically. Not even close. Like he was going to be, but he's not as good. That's why they treated a second-round pick for him because if – he was battling leg injuries all year. He was supposed to be out for the whole year, but he wanted to keep playing. It made it worse. He should have just sat out, said he kept playing. I understand why they need the help, but he didn't really do too much. And it hurt it hurt the team more than it hurt him. And it cost the team a playoff run because he couldn't catch a goddamn ball in fourth, fourth and one. And he drops like every pass that comes. The offense now with Cam Newton, they don't just have to rely on Brady and Julian Edelman and the running game. They can use Cam Newton on QB runs, QB draws, like It'll handoffs, work too. Uh, run pass option. They can do that now. They can do the whole run pass, the whole Ravens set. They can do. They, they can more do that now because they have a quarterback that has just opened their playbook up to another side of the game that they really haven't had before. Mostly because Brady is very slow and can't run for his life. <laughs> Which, when, when you're a quarterback and you're not mobile, that takes away a whole aspect of the offensive side. That's like a third of the offense done. The other third is the receiver's and tight ends and running backs. The other third is you. You have to be able to either. The league is going towards quarterbacks like Mahomes, Cam Newton, uh, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow, Josh uh, Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen. People that can throw the football and run the football. That's what the league's going towards. Not like a Drew Brees, not like a Kirk Cousins, not like a Matt Stafford, not like an Aaron Rodgers. Those players, he's all right, but he's not like Lamar Jackson. He's not like Lamar Jackson mobility. Yeah, but he can scramble still. Yeah, but he's, I know, he's he's like Drew Brees scrambling. They both have the same amount of speed. Yeah. Around the same thing. The league's going towards that kind of QBs. QBs that can. Run the football with QB pass options, one draws, whatever, handoffs, whatever. And they can also throw dots across the field, whether it's a tight end screen, a wide receiver screen, a post route, dig route, drag route, streak, anything. Like a dig, any any route that you can think of. 
that a football quarterback can throw to efficiently. That's what the league's looking for now. Court quarterbacks that can do that efficiently and still come out as successful within five, six, seven years after they get drafted. It's a good it's it's more of a next generation thing. More fans like to see those type of quarterbacks. It's boosting revenue for the thing. It's good for everybody. So that's that's my little rant on the NFL. What do you think uh, about Cam Newton? Uh, I've heard you talk about it enough to know that they will be. They're going to be good. They're probably going to still be first in their division after that. I I think I think with the Bills, you got to expect them to be good this year. They've improved offensively, and they're still going to be very good defensively. I think they're going to be in the playoffs probably again. I probably, believe so. I would say a 70-30 chance they'll probably be a higher seed than they were. They're going to be higher this year, definitely. I don't know if they're going to win the division. I think it's a fifth. I think it's now it's, it's a 50-50 the, chance. Yeah, it's between the Patriots and like, the Bills. We know Jets ain't doing anything, and we know Dolphins ain't doing anything. We can just cross them two off the list. Tua they, ain't helping y'all out, Dolphins fans. They're just offensively for the Dolphins are just too inconsistent. Yes, they improved on defense. They got Kyle Van They have, uh, I think, a rookie linebacker as well. Quarterback, they got to, uh, you know, I just don't think offensively they're ready to win the division yet. Defensively, maybe. We'll see how that goes. If they annoy is healthy, if their secondary is good, if their other linebackers pass rush, whatever. They can get to the quarterback to change the whole aspect of the defense. But if – and we know the Jets, they, they stink. They're just not going to do anything. They uh, has they haven't done anything since 1969. They're just not talented enough offensively and defensively now to do anything. They can't compete against a New England. They'll get smoked by Buffalo. They'll get smoked by us. They can even get smoked by Miami. They just can't do anything on the offensive side of the ball that's efficient enough to get to the playoffs or to have a like a positive record over 500. I don't think they're consistent enough to do that. I just don't think so. Yeah. I think... Eagles re-signing Jason Peters, your off their offensive lineman who played uh, left guard to for one year deal to switch him to right guard is a good choice because Brandon Brooks, uh, Darius Slay, Darius Slay. I think the Eagles mm-hmm. are gonna be really good this year. I don't. The only thing I don't think they'll go that far. Though I think they'll definitely make the playoffs. If they make the playoffs last year with that squad, which was basically a practice squad minus Carson Wentz and Zach Ertz. Yeah. They they're gonna be really good. I think twelve and four, eleven and five is what they're looking at. I'm going major, eleven and five because we have major an easy schedule from last year. Major. We have an easy schedule. You you guys are set for now when it comes to playoff time, I still don't think they can beat uh 49ers. They can't beat no, maybe yeah. the Seahawks. I would give them a one over the Seahawks. I don't think they can beat a team like New Orleans. Can't beat a team like Tampa Bay. Like I, I just don't think they're talented enough. They're not. Maybe the Cowboys. Enough. Maybe the I Cowboys. think I think you guys are fifty fifty split on that. 
I I see that being as an even matchup. Cowboys again are going to be good. I think you guys, if you guys are in the playoff scenario against them, I think you guys can beat them. Yeah. I think that's my opinion. I don't think Dak can do that well in the playoffs. Or he hasn't really shown that he can. Carson Wentz, I think, even though he's like zero and one officially, I think he just needs an opportunity to prove himself. But I will pass he needs a healthy to team. him for slacking off the last couple games in the regular season. He kind of fell, regressed a little bit. In the last couple games? Tired. Yeah. Did you, we won the last three games. In our I know that, but because of your defense, not because of your offense. Oh, yeah, that's kind of true. <laughs> I guess I see that. Your defense really stepped up. Offense couldn't do much at all. And I don't. I put half the blame on one, and I put the other half on the receivers because, let's be honest, they couldn't catch anything. We have a way better receiving core this year. Yes, yes, major. Our receiving like, core is great now. A hundred, like fifty percent better, sixty percent, seventy. We have Marquise Goodwin, Alshon Jeffrey, Zachers, Jalen Reger. Like, yeah, you got you guys got a speedy guy in Jalen Reger. It's gonna be really good. Uh, I think you guys are just not a complete team enough to do to do with like if you guys versus Tampa Bay, I think it could. And I don't think I think that's a bad matchup. I think if you're trying to verse Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Brady, Gronk, defensive side, you got Shaquille Barrett, you got you got Natomic and Sue. You really good team. Really you got, good. Perriman is your running back. You guys are too. I don't think you guys can beat that. I'll be honest. I just don't think so. You're not. I don't think they're talented enough to do it. Whoa, Defensively, whoa, whoa. Whoa. coaching wise, yes, because Doug Pearson can beat Bruce Arians in a coaching matchup easily. Whoa, we have Jason Kelsey. Watch out. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm. He. Uh, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. You are boasting about a center <laughs> who is can't be eligible for offensive plays. Who can only be eligible as a receiver for kick returns. That's it. He's the best in the league. No, he's a, he's a good player. I mean, he's been around for a while. Knows what he's doing. Can block really well. He's been good. You remind me of Aquaman. <laughs> All right, well, I think on that note, I think we're going to end our episode. Wait, wait, I got to I gotta talk about something real quick. What's up? You said the Lakers aren't going to win? I I don't think they can beat Clippers in a seven-game series. I just don't see that happening. Uh, Not with a, without a fully healthy Rondo. Like, we, we know Rondo can't get back to 100% in eight weeks. It's not going to happen. With he's a not going to be in the playoffs. He, he'll be in the playoffs, but he won't be as effective yeah. as, yeah. like, he'll be there. But you need more from that than just be there. He's going to have restricted minutes probably in the playoffs because his injury is more severe than others. He, he's going to be in a minute restriction anyway, most likely. They won't. Just spit him back. Unless they're down in the series really bad in the first round, which I don't think so. I think the first round for you guys is going to be a breeze, either a sweep or a 
in five games. It depends who hits the eighth seed. Yeah, Men- uh, was it Memphis or New Orleans? I'm on uh, or the I think it's or the Blazers too. Because the, yeah. the only way you can go into a game eight to figure out a game eight is if you're um, up by four games and you don't need one. But if you're anything under four there, games... There, there is no like, eight games. No, no. What they're doing is if... What their games, what their regular season games, right? Oh, eight. I thought you meant playoffs, like playoffs. No, no. Yeah, if there's you, eight regular season games to finalize the seeding. And if they're not, if the eighth seed... Isn't the Pelicans four games are above the ninth? The Pelicans are five games behind the uh, Grizzlies. Yeah, but if they somehow make it to three games behind, they have to play one game to figure out who's going to go to the. Yes, they have to play an in-season tournament. Yeah, if they, if they get close enough, three or three or two and a half games, they have to do an eighth versus ninth seed uh, tournament. To I think it's like one or two games to decide. You think the, you think the Bucks set. can win? You think the Bucks can win? I think nobody's in. I I only see the Clippers being somebody that they're gonna have trouble with. Maybe us if we can get our defense together. But the Lakers are. I think LeBron can beat them. I I think the Clippers can win it. You know what happened to Middleton? I I changed my view about Milwaukee a little bit. I feel like that. They're too Giannis dependent as the Lakers are too LeBron dependent and AD dependent. When Giannis isn't on the floor, they struggle. Likewise, with the Lakers, when LeBron and AD on on the floor, they struggle. I think trying to get production out of the rest of your team to to be as productive as LeBron and AD on the floor for the Lakers is just too much to ask. And likewise, with the Bucks asking... Kyle Korver, Chris Middleton, to be Giannis kind of productive is just too much for them. Kyle Korver. George yeah. Hill. Uh, Lopez George Hill Brothers, like, George, George Hill's Hill. pretty good. I, he can maybe, do it. I think he maybe. can. He's been, he's been really good this year. Obviously, Middleton can't do it. Middleton, I think, can nah, a not little bit. Can't handle a full load, though. He posted a thing where it was like, it, um, it was like, I haven't touched the ball in three months or whatever. Yeah, I saw that since March. Yeah, he was like, and now there was a whole rant about it because Giannis posted how he's not going to go back with the Bucks if they don't win. I don't know. I, I just, I think I didn't see it before. I see it now. I think Milwaukee's too Giannis dependent to get it done. I think the Clippers are Clippers, us, Clippers. Toronto maybe, Lakers maybe. That's a strong maybe for the Lakers. Uh, we're hitting Rockets, finals, though. Rockets, I think, are too far behind. To, I think they're a small ball play won't work forever. You got to shoot thirty somehow. Can't just get twos all the time. I just don't think that thing with the Rockets will work. Small ball, it worked for a little bit. Then the Celtics and Bucks and Lakers abused their defense and destroyed them. So I I see that. So that's my view on that. I think we're ending this episode here. If you guys want more of this, we're getting closer. Next week is MLB. Gaffer is NBA. We'll talk. We'll we'll probably do an episode next week or the week after as we get closer to sports coming back. 
Uh, still don't know about preseason football. That's still up in the air. Uh, it's either going to be two games two or games. no games. They won't play all four. 100% know that for now. It's either going to be two games, uh, weeks uh, one and four, or it's going to be no preseason games at all, and then they'll start everything. They'll have training camp, obviously, which they already have and they're doing now. But they won't play like real scrimmages until regular season, probably. They'll have in they'll have camps and stuff for practice, but not too much. So that's we're gonna end it off today. If you guys want to see more, just uh, follow us on for our podcast. We'll post every week, every other week, wherever we do. During the summer, I don't like to rush it too much, so we'll see what we do. And yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Peace.